0: Nostalgic music is something that we all end up listening to. But let me ask you this. What if that music was released today? Join us in the grand opening of the record shop as we spin An Evening with Sonic by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Welcome everybody to the grand opening of the record shop. Something we've had in the works for a little bit now. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host Sebastian.
1: It is an absolute pleasure to be here.
0: And I'm joined by Andres. Very excited to be here finally. And as mentioned today, we're spinning an evening with Soxonic Boys. Oh boy, I can't an wait. An evening that. with Soxonic. I can't wait to get into this. What a great novel. album to,
2: I guess, in a sense, end off this year. We don't it's know if anything else is going to come out these next two weeks, but
1: it's you know. actually it's actually quite pertinent. Today's the one month anniversary, boys. It dropped November twelfth, and we're doing it on December twelfth. <laughs> Beautiful. It's, it's how are the the stars album, have aligned?
0: The, <laughs> the album was just like it came very unexpectedly. You know, when leave the door open just dropped out of nowhere, and then. You know, it was just months and months of build up, and then a single released, another single yeah. released, and then the album just announced.
1: No, there were there were three but
0: singles. Three singles, yeah. It was With leave the, the door, door open, open skate, and skate, and broken no, no, oh,
2: out was right, right, yeah. the window. Yes,
0: you're right yeah, yeah, right. So, All boys, of which, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, what was your first listen to the album like? the entire album like or the entire or album just not just the single. Oh, okay. no, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when the album was was but was about to drop i want to say like maybe a week or so prior to its release uh a couple of a couple a of buddies of mine being hmm. in fact I was here I'm, and, uh, I was and there, another friend I was there. of ours there. yes yes we all decided to do kind of a listening party in one of our friends cars and we just listened we, we had we had to go to class but we had like i saw we had like 35 minutes to go to class so we had there was to we like had 40, forty minutes kind of being generous. Fair enough, but either way, we just sat in his car and we just listened to the entire album on the top of a parking garage.
1: It was a magical experience. Granted, we had no, 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 no. We'd allocated time for this for like almost a month now. At that point, this is a special Absolutely. event. We were waiting for listening to this for like a while, bro. This Absolutely. was going to be the drop Absolutely. of the year, in my opinion. We all, yeah, so we all just, literally opened up our schedules for this, and I think honestly, it, it delivered. Smoke it, it delivered. yeah. And, and no, no, because they released- definitely, definitely, definitely delivered on that front. This
2: is an album that, especially, just even prior to its release, all the uh, I guess the promotional art or just promotional material really showed that this is going to be an album that was not going to be the same as any album that it released as of recent. This is going to be an album that you, you can tell from a lot of the out of the art and material that are dropped prior. Yeah, a lot this of This is going to be an album that uses a lot of a lot of charm, a lot of R and B, a lot of soul yeah and that's something that we haven't seen a lot as of recent at least not to our knowledge it's not it's not of, of popular media no i mean hasn't like popped off as much
1: we're talking about bruno mars we're talking about anderson pack absolutely anderson pack yeah. being the winner yeah, of, of the uh 2020 best r&b album and bruno mars I, it, is there is there any is there any introduction for the man himself i mean this but, man uh, was back to be part but let of let my childhood let me yeah, but let me interrupt you real quick. So mm.
2: because that because we talked about how how we first listened to this album. Willie, how did you first listen to this album? Yeah. Yeah. What
1: was your first well, listen per- to
0: it? Personally for me, this album it dropped on a Friday if I'm if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, it did drop on a Friday. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So yeah, the album dropped uh I had worked in the morning and so I was just exhausted. But I stayed up until twelve to listen to that album and another album that hopefully in the future we'll be able to talk about that released literally the same night and i remember just being so tired it was like 12:30 in the morning but when oh my god when after last night came on i started i got up and started dancing are, we, are we talking about tracks right now oh, we'll, we'll we're going to get into in that a second. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: but when i when i got up and I started dancing i knew that the album was like cuz i already knew that the album was going to be great but that sold me completely on how good the album was
1: I definitely agree mm-hmm. I mean premiering on the What's like on? second on the Billboard 200 and top one on the on the R&B hip hop album in the Billboard honestly just I I couldn't see a better release the the hype was there the singles were dropped perfectly I think smoking out the window was actually released like a couple like a week before no
0: Yeah it was it was released a week before yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: it was that, released with the album announcement
2: that was that was the last single they released before the full album dropped yeah no and they did, announced did, did let me ask you a question Sarah, uh yeah. did smoking at the window uh come out after or before the album was announced i'm assuming after
1: it no I, no I no, think
0: no. It, no i'm pretty sure they were announced like co- it coincided with And evening evening with so sonic
1: was announced very early on in the year if i'm
0: Hold on. No, no, no. But I think he's talking about more specifically the release date. Oh, the right. release date. Yeah. Like, no, they, 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 yeah.
2: Well, like, when "Smoking Out the Window" had had released was the album already like announced to the public or was it? Of before? course,
1: they didn't. Okay, no. I uh, mean, uh, if I remember distinctly, around like February, around there, Bruno Mars and they they announced it. They do a they do a duo album, and then they slowly started right. releasing. Well, they released Leave "The Door Open" into "Skate" and then into "Smoking Out the Window." I mean, I'm pre- No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they released the album cover pretty early, which is why like it got a lot of traction at first, and I think that's right, why it got right, right, so right. many listeners on the for like on the premiere. Obviously, besides it's just you okay. know being Bruno Mars and stuff like that. I, honestly, I think this is a pretty good run into the into the debut because there's so many so much traction around the around. The, there was a lot of traction and hype around this album, and I definitely think it delivered. Like I said before, I feel like a lot of the the hype came around Bruno Mars.
2: Because so, unfortunately, not a lot of people know about uh, Anderson no, Pack, and not a lot of people, especially, don't know who Booty Collins mean, is. I mean, I mean, no, not, not like I'm not generalizing, but it's, it's it's comparatively to Bruno Mars. No, I definitely it's, agree. It's, it's 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 kind of no comparison. You know what I mean? I definitely. So agree. a lot of it came from him.
0: And then, but then as well, I feel like all three of the singles announced had Anderson Pack in the most prominent role he ever had on the album, in all those three songs. I mean, so. it's it's a
1: collaboration, though.
0: Bo- exactly bo- but bo- like bo- but, bo- you know, but you have but you have bruno mars is superstar stardom and you have anderson pack who like he's fantastic but just not a household name until now yeah until, okay. until, now. Yes. until now. but but then like when they really i feel like they released a single specifically just to show people what anderson pack was bringing to the table That's not only Bruno right. Mars.
2: right now uh, let's and get into like, the track what, he, and, and no before we do that, okay well yeah,
0: yeah. what if like he brought
2: to the table was a in a sense revival of soul as a genre especially in the oh, in, in more, in more yeah. popular media because at least at least in like that it was exploding on the billboard not a lot of soul and r&b has really come out like that has really like exploded onto the mainstream but anderson mm-hmm. pack booty collins and bruno mars delivers so well on what they were trying to achieve with evening with sonic that it kind of brought it back so now if another artist has to do or somebody who's like another artist, a soul artist, has to make an album and has more of a chance than it used to because people are now more into or more open to soul and R&B music because of this album. That's, this album is a great gateway into that. It's, it's, beautiful it's a, how yeah, did it.
1: You're right. It's a new modern introduction to the genre. And I feel right, it right. definitely is going to age beautifully with, alongside, you know, their different albums and stuff like
0: that. All right, boys, let me ask you this. What was your favorite song off the album? Because I'm going to share mine really quick. Mine was Leave the Door Open. You know, Smoking Out the Window just missed. But I feel like when Leave the Door Open dropped, it was just, you knew that something was about to happen. You knew that you're going to be transformed into the world that is an evening with Soak Sonic. And the whole story behind it, which we'll get into in a minute. And it's just like, it's just a good, it's a great song. A perfect single, catchy, smooth. You know, Anderson Pack really shone, shined on this, you know, being the leading vocal. Bruno Mars's chorus is just impeccable. Uh, it, uh, for me, it, it's just the best song off the album. I, and that's maybe the basic answer. But it's just, it's not one you can really argue with.
1: I, I definitely agree in the fact that it was just like an event. The song dropped and you realize, damn, Bruno Mars is back into it. The 70s, 80s sound, the R&B sound is back. Well, it's not, it's not, I'll say it's top three for me. I'll, I'll get into my favorite track in a bit, but I'll say the first time at that, that song drop I've never listened to anything of that caliber in recent time or in recent, like, in, in recent recordings and stuff like that and albums and that stuff. And I was quite genuinely impressed with the production, the vocals, everything was just beautifully on point. In contrast, well, not, not really in contrast, but on that note, after last night takes the cake for me. Mm. I hundred percent. I'm gonna say real quick, real, real quick, real quick. Before I, before y'all get before we talk about it, there's this one. There's throughout when they when they repeat the choir, or they repeat the chorus. There's this harmony that they hit. The the when I'm gonna see you again. That last note is just beautiful, and the production. There's a there's a specific note that they hit when they're doing the harmony. It just hits the song. It, it makes the song for me. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I do you know what i are talking about Yeah, yeah of, of course, course.
2: Okay, <laughs> now, now go, go on this So, I absolutely, I absolutely agree uh, The harmony that they bring to, uh, to so that song good. is incredible It's just, it's beautiful Because they brought they, they brought Thundercat along yeah, And Thundercat, Thundercat right. is definitely Yeah And I feel like they're, they're definitely someone who If there's someone who, who can hit that, that, night, along that high note, it's magic. Thundercat it's, thund- it's Thundercat and Bruno Mars, that for is, sure
1: That is so true
2: But if we're talking about harmony If we're talking about harmony, I'm uh-huh. going to be honest my favorite song on the off the entire album mm. is gonna be "Put on a Smile." Wow, really? Put that, on a smile. Yeah, no. Because, I see that. Because if it's like it's gonna be kind of the same, a similar situation. The harmony that they put when he's saying trying to put on a smile, buy, uh, buying shots for everybody. It's it's so you can you can hear how sad Bruno Mars is about this this metaphorical break or physical or uh, literal breakup that he's going through within this album. Within the span of his thirty-minute album, yeah, and it's it's it feels so real. It feels like you're like talking to him face to face, like he's he's venting to you about this, and it's so good. And the production that they did for this album to really give that 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 sad soul is it's it's incredible. It's incredible by far my favorite song off the album. Yeah, and I, will, and I feel like it, you it know, hits the, the soul perfect.
0: You know, the most surprising thing. For me, is that no one mentioned Smoking Out the Window. Can we talk about yeah, Smoking Out the Window for a yeah, second?
1: That is a Absolutely. beautiful song. Absolutely. Definitely uh, my second favorite song. Real quick, before we get into Smoking Out the Window, I was so positive about this album that you can really feel it. Like, l- l- Let me just Ooh. put that comment out there. How, right. you, how you feel about that, boys? Because on the fr- when while me and Andres and another friend of the podcast was listening to it, yes. we definitely felt the songs. I don't know. I haven't listened to an album as of late. That's really put me into a mentality of the singer, if you get what I mean. The, the the lyrics, the vocals. You actually brought up a really good point with "Put Up a Smile" because you can actually hear. There's just, there's such visceral emotion behind the vocals and the delivery and stuff like that. There's just this human aspect to it that I just I haven't even, I haven't really seen recently, and and I dig it. But da, back to back to smoking out the window,
0: smoking out the window, man. Just like the perfect song to release, at, like leading up to the album. You know, it was the last single. It dropped a week before the album came out. To be honest, at the time, I would have said, if you asked me right when it came out, I would have said that was my favorite song off the album just because of how good it, it was. was but, but you know, after just listening to the album more and more, just for me, again, uh, leave it, leave the door open, <laughs> takes the cake. But and that song is just... But that song is just like... It, it, it's it, as close it is to different. perfection. Yeah. Yeah, it hits it is different. 100% for like, for like different. It I'm, hits different.
1: I'm going to just say, truly honestly, does. the songs that they chose for the single were absolutely phenomenal. It captures the sound of the album just perfectly. Am I right? They could not have picked better songs. To no, yeah, the three single lead up. All the songs are amazing on this album. I'm just gonna straight up saying all of them are amazing. But if there are three songs that are single worthy, it definitely be the singles that they brought up. It be it be leave the door open, skate, skate, and it's, it's just oof. absolutely, absolutely. Right, and boys.
2: I feel like I feel like that's because pardon me, but I feel like that's because. Those three songs tell a story, but leave you wanting more. Yeah, and that's, that that's the most powerful thing about this album is that it tells a story. Willie, can you tell us a little bit more about the story that uh, Soak Sonic tells?
0: Yeah, I was about to speak on that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. Okay, I didn't mean that like in a in a No, no, the way you said way. it, the way you said it. No, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but like, speaking of that, the the story, because I'm going to say my version of what I interpreted with the album. And it's something that it's like, after a couple of listens, it's like become more and more clear for me. So you have Leave the Door Open. That's him, uh, the protagonist of this album. Because I feel like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack are like narrators watching on like it's a movie. So Leave the Door Open starts off, you know, he's he sees this girl and he's infatuated by her and all he wants is her. And then you move, transition into Fly As Me and it's him, you know, being a little braggadocious, trying to impress her. And then... It transitions back to after last night. He finally gets with her and it's just, it's perfect. It's magical. Everything is beautiful. Then you get out to smoking out the window and smoking out the window takes place. Maybe depends on how long you would interpret it. I'd say a couple months afterwards or to a year where he's in the relationship, but he's realizing that the girl is essentially being a gold digger, you know, just getting him to buy her a bunch of stuff. And he is suffering, but he's so infatuated with the girl he doesn't want to leave her, but eventually she leaves he she leaves him, which leads to uh put on a smile, and you know he's heartbroken he's destroyed mm-hmm. yeah and he and he decides you know where we go to feel something again we go to Vegas, and that's when seven 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 happens, you know the title being <laughs> obviously uh, uh seven uh, yeah. 7s you know lucky lucky number 7 jackpot and there he's just doing drugs he's talking to a bunch of women he's like you know just gambling his life away and then you go to skate and that's him just seeing another girl you know him being in the high that he's in and he's seeing her and he, all he wants is her now and then you go to blast off and that's him you could say there's two interpretations for me you could say that's him dying and he's blasting off into the sky you know going to heaven or that's just him overdosing like in a club and just dreaming so that's my personal interpretation again i don't know what you guys want to think but i
2: personally had a slightly different interpretation of the last three songs Mm -hmm. of 777 skate and blast off well i had a similar interpretation of 777 and of skate Mm -hmm. it's just blast off it's a little bit different the way i interpreted blast off was that it's him Kind of repeating the cycle essentially. I feel like I feel like when it comes to Bruno Mars and like the way he's trying to describing himself, the entire album, like track one through nine or one through eight, is just a, an infinite loop of when he he meets a woman, he wants to get with her, he gets with her, he gets with her, they break up, he gets into depression, he gets on a high, meets another woman, and then that cycle happens again, and it happens over and over again. So blast off is kind of the conclusion, the 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 end of the tale that Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Booty Collins are trying to tell with this album. Yeah. And blast off is just him like accepting this fate. Essentially. That's kind of how I interpreted it, but overdosing is also one that makes a lot of sense in this, in this scenario.
1: No, it's interesting. No, I was about to say, it's interesting how both of you saw it as a narrative. Like honestly, on my listen of the entire album, I never picked it up as a narrative and it's very interesting. I just want to ask you all the question. How did like, how did this album lead you to think that there was a narrative in the first place?
0: Well, personally for me, it was just like, I, I listened to the album a lot leading up to this episode. Mm-hmm. And I, as I was looking at the track list and tra- kind of thinking of like what the songs are about, I realized that there's connections between all of them. It's not just nine random R&B songs thrown together. Um, so I picked up on the narrative uh, maybe a couple of days ago and then just kind of like forming it a little bit more. But to me, I, I like it, again, it could just be me being an English major grasping at straws, but... <laughs> I see, I see a narrative True. in this album. I mean, I mean, look, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, yeah, look, what about I'm a, you current, I'm a, I'm a, current, I'm a major. So, you, you know, you're not, it's not, you're not just alone in this one because I, <laughs> I'm in a completely different major and I still saw a narrative. I saw more of a narrative. It was more because I could just, you could just kind of sense a, a chronological order to what's going on. Like if you put it together, this all makes sense. This, 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 this could happen to a person in the span of like a few months anymore. Like uh, and like, this just this, this happens to people. You know what I mean. This feels very human, which is why we really like this album because it kind of shows the vulnerability that Bruno Mars has, even though he's like a like a rock star essentially. So Don't forget Anderson Peck, of, of course, yeah. Can't forget Anderson Peck. Oh, what about you, Sos? I mean, why is it that yeah, you yeah, did not see he,
0: a narrative? Yeah, why the did, way that
1: I see, it? I think this is just a beautiful homage to an era that's like bygone. We don't hear mm. too much like R&B tracks like this that really make you reminisce and think back, wow, this is like a period of music that I wasn't present for, but is now bringing me back, like in, in a weird sort of way, if you get what I mean. And also, this is just an, like an amazing project for two very talented individuals, both vocally and just the way that they're able to present because. You guys were able to derive a narrative off of this. I didn't get a narrative, unfortunately. I just listened to this amazing vocal, like this, this amazing project. This album is just. And it, it's very interesting that you guys see it in that way. And honestly, I just I, I couldn't put the pieces together. But when you guys describe it like that, it kind of makes sense. How about we go through each track like individually? Absolutely.
2: So first, I, let's get it out the way, let's get it out of uh, the intro. Uh, the intro first starts off immediately with, I believe, the first person to speak is Bootsy Collins. I don't know, it's everyone. It's everyone, yep. you know, talking about who's going to get this ladies feeling something. Mm-hmm. And you it's know, them, and then, you know, getting everyone hyped.
0: Yeah, and then I feel like, like my, how I saw it as like, sort of a movie. I feel like that's like the opening intro scene. That, you know, like, yep. the... At the like a Columbia picture presents or whatever you see that song is playing as, as you're Absolutely. following along with uh with the yeah. character
1: how, how, how are you guys transition? not mentioning mr mr collins bro this Ooh, man, this man, this man time is, time
2: is the narrator this man is Lucy, the narrator they mention it give it up for woosie collins he's the blaster the of the universe of the universe fill
1: himself i did just oh my god if there is anything that snippet or, or uh Lucy Collins is talking just yeah, got no me could. into the yeah. album instantly i don't know what yeah, the, it is just the sensation
0: and then it's going just... into from the and then going and from it the intro
1: it would you go to the into song. Willie Chance songs
0: leave the door open the smooth it, the the, tra- the transition from the intro to the song when the piano hits you know <laughs> it's about to go down it, boys, yeah, i i boys, definitely agree with that
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that no but song? I mean have, haven't listened to to leave the door open prior it, it's just like it's kind of nostalgic it, it, am I wrong because this Absolutely. song came out like months ago and listening to it it's just like wow okay we're back this is the beginning of the album but we're in for a ride like if mm-hmm. if the intro can deliver then into art like a song that we like already know but like we already know is very very well done then right, we know right. that this album is going to be I think Honestly, this album started off beautifully. And I think even though it's such a short, you know, a a pretty short album, arguably, it's still it's just a cohesion of emotions and flow and vocals that are just. And and soul. In my opinion, it's immaculate.
0: I like it. I love it. And of course, we go into the song Fly As Me, which is the equivalent. I mean, I'm going to say it Uh The equivalent of Way Too Sexy off of CLB.
2: Okay.
0: It's that. <laughs> you no, know <what>, <laughs> Now look. look, look listen. Okay. listen oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, all right. Let me explain. Let me explain. Fly as me is that song off the album where you just feel like the baddest bitch on the fucking planet when you're listening to it. You know, you have you're driving angry. with the windows down. Angry. You have sunglasses on. The sun's out. You know, you're just Wind listening blind, to that song. Hair.
2: It's just like. At shotty you know, in the car. Absolutely. I mean, but then-
0: yeah, and you can.
1: That, no, 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 I'm just saying that, that goes back to the point that I was making before. where like, you just feel the album. Yeah. but Fly is Me definitely has the
2: the R&B of this album. Definitely the first sense of the R&B, the funk no, of this album. No, it definitely shines through. I feel that of being the player, being being treated like the mayor, you know, it, it's incredible. The way he manages to to paint himself, this paint us this picture. Yeah. And it's so clear it's incredible
1: No, and, the, and the lyrics The lyrics it are powerful If you really listen absolutely. The lyrics are powerful I deserve to be With somebody as fly as me Like it, it, Going back to the, to the repetition as as Of making you feel As if you were that guy You were that person The lyrics just support it They're just there Along with the and vocals we, And the amazing Amazing instrumental
0: And then we move in To After Last Night Now After Last now, Night was is one of the prettier songs. It's probably the prettiest song off the album. You know, it's just Production wise, yes.
1: Instrumental, yes. A, absolutely.
0: It's just describing the the perfect night with the perfect girl, and you just you no. know you just get with her, and you just feel everything all at once. You I, know, and in, and then the end, even in the intro. Yeah. You know, you you could tell because obviously the song is about them having sex that night you just the girl even says it like wow like you know i don't even know who i was last night
1: is it me or does this does this track sound like diff there's a distinct production to it am i right it definitely it's it's definitely mm -hmm.
0: it's definitely one of a kind of of the album specifically no because specifically
1: this album had three producers including including bruno mars we have uh two other producers one distinct producer for this song named the stereotypes honestly i feel that they're like their aid along with the vocals and stuff like that thundercat anderson Bag, bruno mars is just what i was going back to the whole different sound thing you can tell that like the way that this song was produced it's just it's a ride it's a it's an emotional roller coaster you go from the repetition of after last night, the, the after last night choir to the to the floating vocals right after that, the the la 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 stuff and then into the climax, into the finale. It's just oof.
2: What do you think of it, oh. Andres? I, I, I absolutely agree with Selas. This is definitely a song you can you can really feel the emotion oozing out of every single lyric. And to bounce back on that point you made about the producers, one of the producers, I believe in pronouncing this right, D Mill. Yes. D Mile, D Mile. D Mile, perdon. Dean Mile has already a lot of experience either working with Bruno Mars and working with a lot of popular talents already. Didn't he, he make a lot of He, he worked he made with him song on, with... on
1: 4K, right? 24K, right? 24K. I do
2: believe so. I That's do believe wild. so. Yeah. But uh, I, either way, he worked on a lot of the songs for Stock Sonic. Hmm. He's worked with Drake for Fair Trade. He worked with. Really? Lloyd, or, yes, he did. He worked, that, he worked I did with, not know that, wow. yeah yeah, if you listen to Fair Trade, you won't really listen to a similarity because they're two completely different genres, essentially. Mm-hmm. But either way, you can kind of kind of hear the style that he works with. But yeah, either way, like, you can you can make that he, common for a lot of producers, of course. But he's he's worked with a lot of people already. He's a decently big name when it comes to producers, and you can definitely see his his professionalism, how good he is in this song and a lot of the songs on this album. Because. D'Mile worked on like 90% of the songs on this album. There are very few songs that don't have his his magical touch on them. The other producer being The Stereotypes. Can you tell us a little bit about The Stereotypes? So
1: I mean alongside alongside as I said before Bruno Mars and uh and uh, and D-Mille, I feel that that their addition to the track really added like this R&B feel to it. I'm not yeah. entirely unfortunately familiar with their other works with other artists, but I feel that if there is an example of them as a producer they did phenomenal on this track i think they did absolutely, absolutely. and segueing into that into the next track smoking out of the window
0: smoking out the window that
1: wasn't necessary sorry i'm sorry i had to start off
0: now you start off now all right so smoking out the window bro come on man it's just like you i you get that reaction off of every single song on this album it's just like absolutely. it's ridiculous how like good of quality this album was look out the how the lyrics are and and just how funny it is you know like Silk Sonic obviously you know they were taking the genre g- seriously but they were having fun with it which is probably what everyone was so attracted to you know you have the music video when they say not to be dramatic but I want to die and then Anderson <laughs> Pack, quote unquote dies he literally it's dies it's a 50 literally in the music video you can see yeah. his like literally off the the greatest music video moment of all time when he's just dead on the floor and then he just pops back up and keeps singing like nothing happened
2: yeah oh it's my God. it's it's so funny i love it so much it definitely shows how 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 not only how uh, the amount of chemistry that bruno mars and anderson pack have together as as a collaboration no. they have a lot of chemistry already so it just shows how well they can
1: no, real quick together. real quick on a side note can we talk about the music videos and oh how well they're produced they nailed. They not only nail the retro look to it; they nail the movements. They nail the suave to it. The suits. Oh my! I wish. I wish I was that fly, bro. You're about to say, Mister Boss. Yes.
0: Yeah, sorry. Uh, if you would like, for example, leave the door open. That music video. Yeah. It literally, opened up the world. It was them in the studio. Everyone. Uh, you know the chorus. The 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 three women singing. It was just beautiful. And then you had the lighting too you know when that there's a shot where one of the one of the women yeah. has the lights reflected off her sunglasses and you just feel how high class and smooth that studio was
1: if there's anything that this album exudes for lack of a better term it is pardon my uh, my language but swagger
0: that's a word but i agree with you i agree
1: yeah yeah on to the next track Next track would be uh, Would be you know? No, I was waiting for someone to pick
2: it up Put on a smile Put on a smile I was segwaying into you, man Of course, thank you, thank you <laughs> Put on a Smile definitely is For lack of a better word The antithesis of something like Fly Is Me or After Last Night Because of the fact that Those songs make you feel like that guy Yeah Put on a smile makes you feel Like the opposite of that guy Not that, <laughs> guy. It makes you feel like not that guy Absolutely <laughs> Because, because put on a smile is talking about the post breakup depression that Bruno Mars is metaphorically and or literally we don't you know that he's going through you can really you can feel it in 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 this song he's, he's talking about taking shots at everybody he's talking about Booty Collins mentions gr- banging in the rain is it this song I should not song the song my apologies wrong song damn it.
0: And he quote clo- and he quoted this as his favorite song off the album. Yeah. Remember that? Beat? Wow! <laughs> wow! Damn it! Wrong intro. Whatever. But like you were saying, yeah. put on a smile just exudes the heartbreak. And like when Bruno, Mar- it, like I wouldn't say it's Bruno Mars specifically, when he, but when he's singing it, you can just feel like his like the grit in his voice and like all the like the pain in his chest. When he yeah. is just he's just completely heartbroken and there's nothing he can do about it because the, the girl has already moved on.
2: Right. And he's saying he's still stuck in the past, wanting to keep going with her, even though she's already long gone. He's talking about being out with his friends and he's not thinking constantly about her. He he he, he 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 literally mentions in the song that he should be a movie star the way that he he acts like he's OK. It's that's such a good lyric to me because it shows exactly what we're talking about how how heartbroken he is that he's able to to do everything normally as if he was he was just completely fine yeah. but he's completely devastated from his breakup
1: and
0: it's, now it's boys yes. when you're heartbroken where do you go you gotta go to. i will not say that
1: i will not say the response i will not respond to the one
0: you gotta go to vegas, in the baby. world you go to vegas baby the character the album is portraying goes to vegas Decides to forget about her for a night, does a bunch of drugs, gambles his life away, just parties until he can't anymore. 777 is one of the the least uh, popular songs off the album, but even still this, the production, you know, that electric guitar opening and then Bruno Mars exploding on the beat. It's just incredible how they did it.
1: I mean, quite literally, the song describes it for you. 777. It gives you that feeling the gambler's high. It gives you the feeling of rolling the dice and, you know, wanting to get that you know, double sixes, bro. However, if, if I'm going to get into this, I feel like out of all the tracks, this one put me the least into the narrative. Well, not really the narrative, but the vibe. You still get the feeling that you're in a party. You still get the feeling, that, you know, you're at Vegas, you're partying and stuff like that. But it's more just an anthem. It, it's the Las Vegas anthem, if you get what I mean.
0: I agree. A hundred percent. But yeah, it's still it's, mm-hmm. it's still a very quality song. Maybe Oh for
1: sure. One hundred You know,
0: if if you were to play this in the car, it's just a song that everyone would just like bob their head at, tap their foot. Maybe one person who knows the lyrics would just belt them. But even then it's just AKA it's a great song. But like but like but like I said, it was it's most likely the least popular song off the album simply because it's just not really the style the album was up to that point. But if even we're going
2: on? if we're going by straight numbers, if we're talking about like at least uh plays, simply off Spotify by the way. If we're going off plays, you are correct. Seven 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 is the least played song off the album with only eleven wow. million plays. I, only eleven million. Only, <laughs> only eleven million,
1: million plays. Yeah. So,
2: comparatively, when you see Leave the Door open with six hundred and sixty six million plays six hundred and sixty-six, and smoking out the window with and smoking out the window with ninety six million. Skate ninety two million. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Speaking of skate, that's the next song off the album.
2: Boys, there what do you think
0: Beautiful. of skate? Beautiful.
2: I love skate. Definitely get into it. Definitely get into up it. There. Go yeah. for it. So skate is skate is the first song when it, when the singles are coming out. Skate was the first song that I learned all the lyrics to because the beat is infectious. You have to you have to start dancing at least start grooving when the song comes on. That is at true. least it's into the beat. The immediate boom boom, boom, boom as the song comes on is amazing. The lyrics are the lyrics just get you so amped, and it gets, puts you in an instant good mood. It's, I'm I'm kind of I'm speechless, honestly. of how well produced this song is when it comes to the the funk, the groove that this that this album was made to do. It's it's incredible. It's incredibly well produced. They I mean, they
0: they destroyed it the the production.
2: It's incredible. It's incredible.
0: And how you said that Skate was the first song that you listened, uh, that you, uh, excuse me, learned all the lyrics to. Even though I, I knew the lyrics to Leave the Door Open at that point, that, the song had been out for a couple of months by then. But Skate, I knew the lyrics the next day. I was so dedicated to that song. Wow. So I knew 100% what you were talking about. Absolute, what about you, Sebastian? How did you, feel, how did you feel when Skate came out?
1: When Skate came out? Boys, well, I mean, when I'm going to it. I'm gonna listen. I'll I'm, I'm, I'm be real with you. I listened to this on the radio. I did my only really? problem, yeah, I didn't actively look out for this song at first. Interesting. Oh, it was only until, you know, the build-up to the album where I actually started to go back and listen to these songs. I'm like, damn, I kinda missed out. But uh but no, I feel like definitely skate, if there was a song to put on the radio, this would be it. This is definitely yeah, it's, it's, the song that you could put on while you're doing anything, while you're working, while you're while you're cleaning at home, while you're like just jamming out. I, I kinda sound like a broken record here, but the productions on these songs are just impeccable
0: yeah and if and if we go back to the whole narrative that we're talking about Steve, yes. I, as i previously mentioned that's him at a point where he's so high or just so intoxicated as in general that he can't function he just sees a girl and he automatically wants her you know
1: so yeah. uh, so you'd say that this is quote-unquote the climax of the album
0: i i feel like yes and then i would the, yeah the song, the song blast off that we'll get mm. into right now actually is the the song that you know when like a tv show the climax usually happens in the second to last episode and then the last episode is like what happens afterwards
1: yeah D- blast the, off is that mm-hmm. the quintessential you know finishing the ending
0: of course you know it. like personally for me how i said blast off is him just
1: <laughs> kind of <laughs> no 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 but the way that you describe is bleak as hell it this is, when, this is when bruno mars dies oh my god
2: <laughs> <He dies>. it's <laughs> so i i i like i like the interpretation because it makes sense it makes a lot of sense because of the character that he's described throughout the album but at the same time it's it's odd because i feel like bruno mars wouldn't really want himself to die in a story if he's writing the story himself i don't feel like he'd do that but, well, it, remember, but it also makes
0: a lot of sense you know what i mean well remember that I don't like I said the, I don't think the album is specifically about Bruno Mars, even though of course it took uh, a lot of um experiences but from his life yeah, but I feel, yeah like inspiration yeah. from his life, but I feel like it's a character that they're kind of narrating as his life goes along so true. I feel like that I feel like that character just got so high like he's either overdosing and he's dreaming about him being so high he can touch the moon or kiss the moon and you right. know and and of course him and the pre-chorus saying, "I took a little something," to get here kind of adds to my theory,
2: right? And the lyric immediately preceding that, "I got a little bar. If you're ready, we can have it all." That 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 could that could be taken either one of two ways. Uh, it means a literal bar, and like, uh, like he means a physical thing, or he means the, a bar. Or, like music,
0: no, know, I mean, music. Or it could it could also be like a bar of Xanax. That you know how? That's am I mean, saying. Like, like a physical
2: bar or something. Oh yeah, where he's taking, or it can be like a yeah. bar as in like the next line. It could be seen either way. But if you're yeah. leaning
1: into your theory, it would make sense it was like a bar of Well, what in whatever way it. that you guys see, I feel that this is still a phenomenal and it, this is just the grand finale. Oh, 100%. This is just oh, glorious conclusion. This is when listen everyone to- comes out, they take their hands and they just bow. The and no. Yes, yeah. There's a there's a Absolutely. large there's a large portion in blast off that's just instrumental and you just kind of sit back there and you listen, wow. Like, for example, us that we listen to the whole album back to back, you're just sitting there like, yeah, that was an album that we just listened to. And I'm kind of glad that they added that last, you know, like instrument like, there's, there's just a large section of it. And there's this, yeah, there's and this I, no, 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 there's a there's a guitar that goes off and it's oof. It's just beautiful as it's going off to the back and you're like distant echoes of uh, Bruno Mars' verse. It's just oof. Right. And, right, how, and, I just, said, and, how,
0: and how I said that, how like, the intro was the, the beginning scene, this blast off is kind of like the ending credits when that Isn't final instrumental yeah. when that final instrumental hits you could just see the credits rolling in front of you
2: yeah right right no. right so no no no, no voice. Go, go ahead finish, finish i'm sorry all right uh so it's, it's definitely also probably one of, the, one of my favorite parts about this album just like random parts the the album starts with the intro with Bootsy collins mentioning how he's the blast of the universe and he's he's giving us this experience and then it ends off with Bootsy Collins sending love from up above. Happy trails. And it it ends beautifully. wrapped them in this beautiful drug-laced bow that we're trying to
0: describe you. Look, I I have a smile on my face as you're describing that. Is Bootsy Collins God in this universe? I'm
2: going to assume that he is. I'm going to assume that he is... He, like he uh, got he is. What is the name? What is the name a
1: Marvel character? Like a Can't deity? You. Oh, you mean like yeah, the,
2: he, the Watcher? He's, deity. he's the watcher. Thank you. Oh, watcher of, of the universe. universe,
1: bro. But no, it, it, in terms what's of what he
2: calling is, is, I mean, he doesn't seem as a narrator in this movie that that, that they have created. I think he's, he's like more the, of a narrator
1: in my humble opinion. I think yeah. he's more of a narrator because he adds a like a personal what's it called? Spin to it. And after last night. And like, he's kind of of there for all the events. So he's kind of omnipotent at the same time, but like, you know, also very in touch with what's happening in the event, like narratively, from what you guys said. But uh, that segues to my next question, boys. How do we feel about the album as a whole? As a whole? Yeah, as a whole. It is the pinnacle of of
2: cohesion. Every song fits together so well, Mm -hmm. and they work even separately, if not together, they work perfectly together. But together, together and Apart as as we mentioned prior, the singles as they were coming out mm-hmm. were already incredible to listen to one by one. But then, as you also listen to the whole album, as like once it came out all in one, it felt the same, if not better. But that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing because it was so good when you listen to it first. It didn't really matter when it felt the same when the album came out because it was already incredible. So this it, 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 it was incredible through these lovely speeches when we finished it i know when we finished this album in the car every single one of us was speechless yeah. we, we could not describe the joy that this album brought us personal anecdote it's, and it's since incredible. that day
1: since that day we've put this album on repeat every time we're out in the car what about you willie? every time, yeah. but willie well, tell, t- tell us your review you're your your review here my final thoughts
0: absolutely sir um well the album for me it's just like, it's just, if you want to have a good time, you put on Silk Sonic, you know? Yeah. You just, it's just an album that when I listened to it originally, like I said, it was, it made me dance. And I feel like, yeah, you could say that the argument that maybe the songs sound a little bit uh, repetitive, which I don't agree with. Maybe some of them sound basic, which I can see, but again, it's just, they're just good music. Um, It's just a good album, you know? Um, you know, you have the song Fly As Me who a lot of people have compared to like an old Navy commercial and it'll probably end up in one, but it doesn't really wait, matter to me because
1: wait, go back on the on the old Navy comparison. What? Bro, it, it, I really, this is
2: a song that can be put in a commercial and it, it, it fits really well and that's it cool. bangs, but it
1: bangs. I mean, you know? for some reason, if I'm a, just at a quick side note, I think seven, seven, seven fits a lot more as a commercial song.
0: Just the that's, rhythm. Th- that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But in general, the album, a lot of people had a lot of negatives to say about it just because of the expectations the the the, the three singles leading up to it mm-hmm. had. But I feel like if they hadn't matched those expectations, they absolutely exceeded them. Definitely. And Finally, what about you, Sebastian? What's
2: Not, your takeaway? N- n- hold on, the, 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 let me bounce off what you said about the expectations. I feel like the, the biggest reason that there was a couple of negatives to the expectations that people were having of this album was because of the release of Kanye West Donda and Drake's Certified Lover Boy. The reason that people were expecting a lot more from Silk Sonic was because both of these albums had come out pretty much like a month or two before Silk Sonic, or before even the song was to come out. And those albums are both like 30, 20 to 30 tracks long. And so they, they were like two hour albums. It was a, like, it was a actual feature length film worth of, worth of music. So people were expecting pretty much the same level of quantity from Silk Sonic, but instead it gave us my favorite trade quality over quantity yeah, and, it worked, and it worked perfectly. I prefer yeah. this album over either of those because it just and, feels and, so much better.
0: And in the best way possible, the album is just a really easy listen. Like, It like a lot of people say that oh that's a detriment because all the album is kind of basic, but it's just an album you can put on, you know, you're just kind of cleaning your house or whatever, and you just you're just having fun. No, uh,
1: what's it called? Banking off of that, this is a certified like you put this in a party, no, like there will be no complaints. This is it's 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 just I feel that there's sound for everyone here. There's something for everyone. If you put this on uh, on a party and stuff like that, you. I will say, I feel that it, it would find a lot of success.
0: But yeah, onto skate, my... 777,
2: or Flies yeah. Me in a Party. Everyone oh, just no, definitely. You put, you put After Last Night, Smoking Out the Window, put on a smile, when you're just kind of alone and you want to like, scream your feelings with Bruno Mars, it works. This, wow. this album has something for pretty much everybody in, that, in, in their own respective genres. So there's this toes in everything and it works.
1: Yeah. And Sebastian, now,
0: what was your takeaway of the album?
1: Listen... There, like, I have a very, it's a very biased opinion. I love it. it. I listen to this album basically like practically every day, religiously. It's just, there's a certain sound to it. There's a certain vibe to it that I just cannot, I can't, it's infectious. You really can't stop yeah. listening to it. Once you put it on, you got to listen to the whole album. You, you listened to after last night, you got to put fly as me. You listened to, to fly as me. You got to put smoking out the window. Or any other, any other of like the phenomenal songs. I just find that this right. this album, if I have to describe it in one word, is a earworm, and that's True. why throughout this entire that's the entire podcast, I've w- I've been trying to hold back my excitement towards it and like give a sort of unbiased opinion towards it. But my my fanboy kind of shines through, in sometimes, so I, I kind of apologize for that. True. But I mean, um, no, that,
2: I'm I'm totally with you on that one. I'm yeah. totally with you on that one. We're both in the same boat when it comes to how excited we are for this album when it came out and now. Because yeah, it was yeah. just so good listening no matter when.
1: Real quick, uh, actually, that, that you brought that up, uh, a quick comment. I feel that people that are looking out for this album in contrast to the aforementioned albums that you said uh, that released lately. I feel that like if you're looking out for the album, it's still your ex- like your expectations wouldn't be as up there, if you get what I mean. If you're looking for if right, you're looking out for yeah. Silk Sonic or Evening with Silk Sonic, you're still gonna get like what you got off the singles, which is what I feel absolutely. adds so much to this album.
0: True. And True, now, boys, absolutely. to wrap up, what is your rating out of ten for the album? I know that we sh- we trying to be as unbiased as possible, but now it's time to be a little bit biased. So, Andres, right. let's start with you. What well, what's your rating? Okay, so going. We're trying to be. We were we, we were trying to keep it
2: as as unbiased as possible. But as you said, I kind of have to be a little biased. They're really like Bruno Mars and I always have. <laughs> I feel like I have to give this album a, uh, mm, a high... You, you, I'm going give it a 9. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, you're arguing. Yourself,
0: and, out of <laughs> and what about you, Sebastian? What's your rating of the album?
1: I think all the tracks on there is phenomenal. I think every single time that I put it on, I just can't... Like I can't pull away. I need to listen to the whole thing. I would give the album a nine point five, however. It it isn't perfection, but it is definitely the closest thing that I've seen as of late to perfection. When it comes to in terms of albums. And in terms of production, in terms of, you know, the, the what's it called, the effort put on this project. It's just it's it's definitely it, it's an example. It's an example of what we should look to in today's music industry. Right. It, and truly this
2: is the epitome of the phrase quality over quantity probably one of the shortest albums that were released this year oh for probably sure probably yeah. one of the best even though even even with its lack of of songs so one of the best and it released three early so if you want to talk about completely new like once the album dropped six songs and it was better than some albums that had 20 plus songs throughout the whole the entire year <coughs> a testament <clears> to how <throat> to how good to how good it can be you so let's turn it to Willie What was your review, rating of his album?
0: If no one's gonna do it, I guess I have to. Oh boy! The album is perfect. No way. Let, let me let me explain. It's the, Quinten- the quintessential R and B album. You know, it has it has music for everyone. The beat is inf- the beats are infectious. The production is flawless. The album is a ten, and I'm not. And this is maybe biased for my love of Bruno Mars um but i just first episode like, even, you already said
2: please please uh, hit Willie up on twitter please bro uh
0: and like not only bruno mars though because anderson pack delivers his best work you know he won album of like r&b album of the year i believe
1: in 2020 yeah. yes
0: this this album is just like worlds above what both of them have ever released and that's being bold but it's true
2: yeah i think feel, feel like we got a, a couple of old yeah. heads we'll, uh, we'll take that into account in the perfect uh, r opinion yeah but honestly but honestly as a recent memory like in the last few years definitely the best no R&B we'll, we'll
1: definitely movie. take into the, we'll t- we'll take that into account for like future episodes and stuff like that we're, we're course, listening to your opinion yeah, I'm, I'm writing it I down see, as it is. it is okay uh, yeah is and that is that's everything yeah, here you go. I believe
0: that's going to be everything. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope we hope you enjoyed. Next week, we're breaking down my personal favorite album of all time. Shh, shh, shh. Don't, don't Faces.
2: Time about Mac Miller. We'll see y'all next signing week. Signing
0: off, it's William. What's your, where, where can the find you, boys? What's your handles?
1: Oh, if you didn't know me, I'm kind of, uh, I have an Instagram. <laughs> uh it's the it's at Ce- so so uh sebas and then il two l's mm-hmm. that's on instagram and yeah you can Any find Andres me there Andres? uh Andres? yeah um, pretty much i have a uh,
2: i also have an instagram that's kind of it uh andre underscore p019 that be the instagram you can find me at. and if you want to reach me even, even faster uh you can give me a discord uh just nacho and then the number is 5146 those would be the, pretty much two ways that you can contact me and what about you, Willie? Yeah, What's your, your
0: well, what, my socials. What are your what are your
2: lines so that Bruno Mars can hit you up?
0: <laughs> Bruno, Bruno Bruno. if you're listening, uh, you can find me on Instagram at William.blast, on Twitter, WilliamblastL. And if you want to follow the whole podcast, the record sh- uh, it's record shop pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We Perfect. hope you enjoy this, the inaugural episode of the record shop. We're very excited. this project to uh, to come to fruition and we'll see you all next week time to close up shop